In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. Or you can join us as well at game day CLE. Daryl, we talked a lot about Deshaun Watson. Now let's turn the page to another quarterback who's on the roster, but not really on the team, and that's Baker Mayfield. And he held a camp in Austin, Texas. Um, and he said some stuff, and I, I it's interesting when you listen to what he said, it's almost like the internet thing of what color is that dress? You know, and I, I'm listening to this, and I'm trying to, I don't know if I'm trying to dig more into it or just leave it for what it is. What were your thoughts on what was said? In fact, you know what, before you even get to that, Let's play the clip. Soonerscoop.com, Kerry Murdoch is the man that provided the audio. A lot of people that know you know, you know, kind of what you're about and, and your personality. And they're curious, could Baker Mayfield ever play again for the Browns? If that, if that. I think it's uh, been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that, uh, you know, I'll forever keep with me. You know, I, teammates and friends and, and relationships that I'll have for a lifetime. And, you know, just flew in last night from East Lansing, Michigan for Drew Stanton, who's my mentor. He was a quarterback there in Cleveland when I got drafted. And just relationships like that, you're just so thankful for. So, I mean, it's the support staff in Cleveland, the people of Cleveland, it's a great sports town. So I'm thankful for it. And it's, there's no resentment towards the city of Cleveland by any means. But I think a lot of people think if they didn't have a quarterback for the next year, would, would there be any chance of reconciliation there? No, I, I think for that to happen, there would have to be some reaching out. But uh, we're, we're ready to move on, I think, on both sides. Okay, Daryl, what's your read on that? Well, I think it's uh, you know pretty clear. Baker, obviously, uh, being very uh, diplomatic and, uh, uh, I guess, uh, trying to toe the line as to – not drop the already nuked bridge into the river, if you will. Um, he's he's not playing here again. It, it, it's not happening. Um, and I, I think that that was his way of saying it. Um, and you know, him saying that both sides have moved on is his way of saying it. They don't want me. I don't want them. So uh, that that's that's my takeaway. Is everything that I have been trying to express to Browns fans and to the national media that just want to keep banging this drum that Baker Mayfield is going to play for the Cleveland Browns again. Uh, thank you, Baker, for saying what I've been trying to say for the last couple of weeks here. Uh, Cleveland, it's been real, but peace out. I'm not coming back. And uh, good luck with that, Browns. He did say, but the, the part about the what color is the dress is the end of what Baker said. On the last reaching question. out, yeah, if there's yeah. got to be some reaching out, yeah. I, I don't think Andrew Barry's picking up the phone to reach out, or Kevin Stefanski, or Alex Van Pelder. I don't think anyone's. I, I don't think anyone's picking up a phone to reach out to to Baker to beg him to come back and, and play here. It's it's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Hundred percent. You don't think they'll try to get out and get another quarterback not, at all? I am not. I am not wavering on this. They uh, they have moved on from Baker Mayfield, 100% moved on. And from my standpoint, there is zero chance he plays for the Browns again. And, and quite frankly, I remember other teams are watching everything that Baker says, right, and does. So, you know, 
I think Baker was v- very diplomatically definitive in how he expressed it. Right. Right. He was very, uh, uh, very, there, there wasn't a whole lot of emotion. Right. right. He, he was very, he expressed his appreciation for Cleveland and Browns fans and said, Hey, it did nothing against the city of Cleveland. This is just the business of football. I'm grateful for my time there. I learned a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So again, had he, uh, been a little more colorful in his response, then I think that that would have potentially hurt him as whether it's the Seahawks or the Panthers, or maybe there any other team that's, you know, there in the background that might trade for him like that would hurt his chances of being acquired. So right now he has to toe the line and be diplomatic. The press conference that I've got my popcorn ready for will be his introductory press conference with his new team. That's when I think we get the real Baker Mayfield. I don't. I, I still think he'll he'll try to shy away from it in the beginning, and eventually down the road we'll get a little bit more. I I still wonder. I still wonder if, you know, that time after Deshaun Watson said he wasn't coming to Cleveland, between then and when Deshaun signed, you know what what the real emotions were, what the raw emotions were there. Because don't you feel like, I mean, that was the turning point. Look, the fact that they they wanted to talk to Deshaun Watson, I could see the irritation. But if you really want to look at it like it's a business, then maybe that's just something you got to eat if you're Baker Mayfield. And, you know, you come back. I, I still think that the more damaging interview with Mayfield was the one on the couch with the dog that was upside down when he was ripping his teammates. That, right. that that wasn't a good look. Yeah. Well, and here here's the other part of this too, uh, is that I don't think that I don't want to, I, I just want to make sure I say this right from Baker's perspective. He doesn't want to come back here either. Okay. I, I don't blame him. Do you, I, no. I don't blame him at all. Okay. No, because from his stamp, look, this is, this is what you signed up for. And the other thing too is, is, had they just brought in Deshaun and they didn't sign Jacoby Brissett or they didn't, and they didn't add Josh Dobbs and they didn't sign an undrafted rookie free agent. You know what I'm saying? Like, had they not done all that on top of bringing in Deshaun, then I would probably say it's reasonable to think that the door is there's, you know, cracked open just a little bit. But the fact that they, that Andrew Barry went out and brought in three quarterbacks this off season, that tells you, they're done. They they have a hundred percent moved on from Baker Mayfield. So uh, again, I, I think that Baker's making sure that he doesn't blow himself up by saying something that you know could be viewed in a negative light by a potential suitor. While also at the same time making it very clear in a very respectful, polite way that yeah, I'm done with the Browns. The Browns are done with me. It's okay. Business of football. Thank you, City of Cleveland. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for everything I learned. But, uh, you know, we both have moved on. To your point about never say never and you bring up Deshaun Watson, look, what changed that conversation from Deshaun calling Andrew Barry and saying, hey, you guys are out of the running uh, on Thursday to Friday morning, all of a sudden the Browns not only are back in the running, but uh, they get the permission to call the Houston Texans and consummate the trade is because Andrew Barry got back on the phone and was persistent with Watson's agent and said, hey, um, what if we just fully guarantee $230 million? Do you think your client would be interested then? And the agent says, please hold. You know, gets Welcome to Cleveland. 
yeah, you know, gets Deshaun on the line. Hey, uh, Deshaun, the Browns uh, are willing to give you $230 million. Yes or no? Done? Okay, let me call the Browns. Andrew, hey, so-and-so, uh, Deshaun Watson it will be happy to come to Cleveland and be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Go ahead and call the Houston Texans and let's get By the way, is that, a, is that a heart check or we just wire that straight to his checking account? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we we'll be paying in cash. Yeah, uh, we would like Take one. Un, we, we would like this in one dollar bills unmarked. Well, please. it was interesting. Joel Curry did a breakdown of Deshaun's contract uh, for CBSSports.com, and it was a great breakdown. And the one thing that did come out in that article, uh, not many club protections that Andrew Barry was claiming at the introductory press conference. I don't want to say that Andrew Barry might have told a fib at the introductory press conference about the protections in the contract, but didn't read like there was no protections in the contract to me. That's for sure. Because he, it basically said in, in, in the contract, according to what uh, w w was published by Joel is that, you know, the uh, Sean disclosed the allegations made against him uh, to the club, which we knew that, but just from a legal perspective, you know, from a legal thing, you know, that's included in the contract that, Deshaun disclosed the allegations made against him or, or whatnot, but he gets paid. He's getting paid his 45 million and it's broken up into $15 million installments. He gets one at the end of July. I think he gets one at the end of the season. And then at the end of March next year, uh, $15 million installments to get the, the $45 million signing bonus. Um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, that that's why Deshaun Watson changed his mind. So to your point about never say never, well, there was motivation there. What's oh, Baker? Sure. What you know? You see, what I'm saying, like, what's Baker Mayfield's motivation to play another down for the Cleveland Browns? Just that he needs to kind of prove himself. If there's no team that wants him right now, he needs to prove himself. But I, I'm with you, Daryl. There, there are teams that want him. It's, yeah, oh, for sure. It, it, it's a matter of they just don't want him at the Browns' price, right? And if yeah. to our again going back to previous conversations we had on this podcast, Andy, look. If he was a free agent, there'd be there'd be a dozen teams out there competing to lure to, for his services, right? Now yep. Baker's going to go where he can start because being a backup does him no good at this point when he's trying to reset himself and set himself up for his second NFL contract. So that means Carolina and Seattle are would be at the front of the line because those are the two spots where he could walk in the door and start for both of those franchises. Everywhere else he has to swallow his pride and be a backup quarterback. Okay. Uh, and wait for an injury or, you know, some, something out of his control to happen for him to even get, get on the field. So that's why I say the never say never between Deshaun Watson and him changing his mind on the Browns versus Baker Mayfield changing his mind about coming back to play for the Browns because he'd be needed. I just think that you're comparing apples to oranges there. All right, I just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. It is seven thirty in the morning on June uh, June thirtieth, and the reason I say that is because uh, it would not it would not shock me as we kind of play the media game here, right, Daryl? That tomorrow at four o'clock, the Friday before the Fourth of July, that we might have some kind of answer for Deshaun Watson, and I think if we have an answer for Deshaun Watson, we may have. Uh, a final verdict on Baker Mayfield and what his future is. Does it not make sense for the league or for the Browns to dump both pieces of information down at the same time before a holiday weekend? It does. But I, while I was preparing for July one to be the date 
for this to come down. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be. I think we're going to have to wait a week or two or maybe even three to right before training camp because there's a lot to digest in this in 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 the this hearing which is uh, at minimum 3 days also per terms of the collective bargaining agreement both parties post hearing they get 72 hours to submit up to a five page brief like an addendum, if you will. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how to describe something. So basically what you're saying to me though right now is um, the we're only not we, decision on Friday. Right. And if we were, it, well, the only decision you possibly could get would be zero. That's it. Correct. So, okay. because again, both sides have the opportunity. They get 72 hours after the conclusion of the hearing to submit whatever i guess a brief. it's a brief a, a brief like is. additional information or a yeah. summation of their case or additional evidence to whatever whatever gets included in those up to five pages so um that means that the earliest we'd have a decision because it's three business days so monday is a, is the holiday because the fourth correct right i just correct. want to make sure i have my calendar the days blend together for me so yeah that means the earliest we'd have a decision will be next Thursday because you need three business Friday. Yeah. You need like three business days to, to be able to do that. So yeah, I think next Thursday or next Friday, next Friday would make more sense. Again, you want to do a Friday news dump. So you have two days to digest. Well, I, yeah. I don't think we're getting anything on July one. I, I really don't. The only answer we could get on July one is zero. Is, That's it. We've uh, I uh, Sue Robinson is the independent whatever have found that uh, there was no violation of the league's conduct policy and therefore I am recommending no discipline for Deshaun Watson. Which and by the way be, she could right good that that would be the NFL's worst nightmare. Oh I, I I don't know how they would if there was ever another problem I don't know how they'd win. The only way the 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 only out for the NFL as we talked about earlier is they can put it all on Sue Robinson. Hey, this is the collective bargaining process. And she made, it was in her hands. We made our case. She made the decision. And, and that even goes with a, with a shorter suspension that is, uh, you know, let's say again, just sake sake of discussion, the six to 10 game range, which even if the NFL isn't happy with that again they can put that on sue robin say hey this is the collectively bargain process and what she determined yeah but i it's a convenient truth right because if the league yes. really wants to drop the hammer on them they can't there's 100%. just no there's no question now the question is do they want to um you know what all over their newly hired <laughs> arbiter right that's the thing i mean do they want to turn around and go well, you know, we did like her when we hired her, but, you know, we didn't get the answer we want. So, and then if you're Sue, if they don't want to listen to what she has to say, I know they know that's part of the, and I say, I call her Sue like I know her, uh, the federal judge, Sue Robinson, that, or former federal judge, that, you know, it, it, if I'm her and they're not going to listen to me, why am I even doing this job? Why do you, am I part of a dog and pony show? Because that, in some ways, that's how it comes off. If they don't listen to her, then why do they have her there in the first place? Right. Well, and again, it's the old cover the backside, right? Right. Because if the league doesn't get the result that they want, they can put it on her and say, hey, we we have to go by what she ruled. That is what is collectively bargained. Now, truthfully, I don't believe that, though. I mean, if they want to drop the hammer, they can do it. 
they can do uh, it. Uh, of course not. But my point is that the league, if the punishment, if in the court of public opinion, the punishment wasn't severe enough, I think that's the right way to say it. Okay? Correct. Yeah. Um, the league can just fall back on. She she made the decision, and we live with the decision that she made. It's gotcha. that it, it's that simple, right? And then if obviously if she agrees with the league and and drops the hammer and gives uh, the NFL what they were what they're looking for, then obviously they're not going to complain. But then Deshaun and the NFLPA are going to be very very unhappy, and uh, you know they will appeal that immediately. I, look, I think what if the, if any discipline gets handed down, I anticipate Deshaun Watson will appeal it, unless. It's like two games. Like, I think if it's two games, you take that and you run with it. That's a yeah. blessing. That is a gift. You uh, see what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying six to eight, get out of there. Yeah. Six, I, I mean, I think everybody now feels like six to eight's a win. Well, All right, Darryl, considering what the league's looking for, yeah. if he's even allowed to play this year, I, I look at it, at least from my perspective, I look at that as a, as a win for Deshaun Watson, just because we know the NFL doesn't even want him to play this year. I don't, I'm with you 100% on that. All right, let's come back. You know, we can't talk about something other than quarterbacks. You know, we're allowed to do we that. Can? It's a shocker, isn't it? It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. You want to give us a couple stars, whatever you do. Want to write some comments on there? You're good to go. In fact, if you have some comments and you have questions for the show, you can always ask us at game day CLE. When we come back, we'll talk about other things that are going on with the Browns. And, Daryl, I have a fun question for you. Just about football in Northeast Ohio. That's next.